If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, if people think I'm like an octopus with eight arms trying to fight the New World Order with everything I got. Punch up Mike Lindell. I mean, even during the break, the guy is like directing five different people to do five different things. Uh, just amazing. And he was dead on about election fraud, and now he's built the organization to expose it. And he's joining us for the full hour here. And I went and checked the data he put out. It's dead on. He was the first to put it out. And it's just been on top of his amazing team. We have things like Fetterman with these crime spikes, as as uh, Mike Lindell has, has, has uh, coined here. With these, with these crime spikes, we have all of this happening, and then we have votes being taken away from Fetterman because they obviously added too many to it. He'll tell you all about it before he leaves us in like 50 minutes, but I wanted to play a compilation. He was asking me before he went live, right during the break, he said, did you see our coverage? I said, well, of course, I was watching, everybody is. You've done the best job. You've nailed it. And he said, did you see my crime spikes and live time crime? I said, of course. I've got a compilation of some of the best of it. We'll air a few minutes of it and go to the man, Mike Lindell. Here it is. Note we have here, we have the votes going up. I'm putting my cursor over it. Votes going, you know, staying the same, staying the same. And then we have, we go from 326,000 votes down to 288,000 votes. So where'd they go? They're gone. You can't go and reverse everybody. These are the order these votes are coming in through the Edison report, which is one of the biggest monopolies in this country. Every single vote goes through New Jersey, and then it comes out to us. I, I switched over while you were talking to the governor race in uh, Pennsylvania, and you'll see it happened there, too. So we have a 63,000, we have a 90,000 crime spike, another 90,000 crime spike, a 63,000 crime spike, and then they go, uh-oh, the whole world's going to know that Mastriano's getting, you know, we're cheating by too much. So what do they do, everybody? Right there, point to the cursor. They got, they took away 90,000 votes from the Democrat. Yeah, if you, you, guys, if you look, just, it took the vote total back to where it had been way back here. These are real-time crime spikes. Machine manipulation. Look at that. You see that Democrat going yeah. ding up 150,000 votes because Herschel was taking the lead. So they just dumped a bunch of votes by computer in there. Everybody can understand that. That's something everybody can enjoy. Real time crime. Yeah. It's right there in front of you. That's a hundred thousand votes that comes wow. out of nowhere. I, that's just not real. If you took that real spike out, that crime spike, Herschel would be up by 150,000 votes. Yeah, it looks like about 100,000 votes spike there, if I'm reading that correctly, out of nowhere. Yes, that one for Gretchen Widmer. Um, that has all the indications of a vote dump, uh, of, of likely counterfeit ballots. Um, both of these look really, really strange, but in particular, yeah, that, this one. Yeah, that one. Because there was uh, almost hardly any increase in the other. Yeah. That's 22.23, so that's 10.23 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, if that's I'm reading that correctly. Correct. And so that is almost beyond belief. Wow, look at this, everybody. That's a million votes up and a million votes down. You know, a million votes here and a million votes there, and eventually it adds up to real, you know, real election. Can you explain this one? 
Can you explain this? Marcus? Well, I, I I can't really explain it. Yeah. The, I mean, I can't. There is, there is it, no explanation. There is no explanation. Right? But you see that you had an update at uh, Eastern Time. What is that? Uh, Ten forty-two of about a million votes for Duckworth and pretty much none for the other person. And then you see, it wasn't like it was something that came right back. It's like we kept on having a little more updates, a little more updates, and then suddenly there goes the million votes back down again. That million-person spike there. All right, we're going to have more of these highlights in the hour, but i got to get to the man himself, Mike Lindell. Wow, incredible time to be alive. we only got four minutes to break. We'll come back. You'll have the floor, but just a snapshot. You hear the guy... You know, literally at the heart of the fight against these people. What is really going on, Mike Lindell? Well, what they're doing is the same thing that they did in the 2020 election and in the primaries, by the way. What they do is they pull. That's why we told everybody to vote same day and don't vote uh, early or uh, with the mail and all this stuff. They're just pulling names. The computer just pulls names and they and you get these injections of votes. So they let's say let's use the Oz, uh, the Oz race. Um, you know, they, with Fetterman, they, they did five 90,000 vote injections. So as soon as it's get close, boom, boom. Now, once it's the day of votes, like we're seeing down in Arizona right now, um, all these day of votes come in and those are, and those votes aren't as corrupted or might not be at all. But they, uh, this is what's happening and we have to get rid of the machines. Uh, and this time though, the miracle, everybody, I want to tell everyone the miracle is that when, when I woke up on election day, I'm going, I'm hearing from 32 states. Remember, I have people in 50 states, Alex, and all 50 states, we have a massive pe- amount of people on the ground. And it was reported in 32 of the states, machine malfunctioning, just like Arizona, which made national news and international news that they couldn't, weren't even accepting ballots. People were getting there. They're going, oh, you've already voted. You pull out your little mail-in ballots. And no, I haven't. They called their sheriff's departments. So right away, we, the, the uh, awareness that was made around the world about these machines, was like, that was like a divine intervention. That was a gift from God. And then now we're seeing what goes on inside the machines. And we overrun the algorithms, I believe, so far in at least nine races. But obviously we have all the evidence now. Of all the ones they stole, they decimated Colorado, Michigan, Pennsylvania. They just took it all. They weren't even shy about it this time around. What's incredible is even Tucker Carlson, that hasn't really looked at the fraud, now he agrees with you and says they clearly stole it. So congratulations. Nobody deserves more credit than you and your supporters and our supporters because, Mike, you've been through hell, and and, and you're a winner. You don't complain about it. But, buddy, you've been right about the FBI. You've been attacked. You've been deplatformed. You have been savage, but you seem stronger for it. Yeah, well, you know, it's my faith in God. And I'll tell you, Alex, we don't want to be Venezuela. And it, we got a perfect example right before this election of what they did to Brazil. 5.1 million votes were stolen from that great president, Bolsonaro. And you've seen all the millions of people out there going, this can't be, this can't be. But you know what? The mainstream media didn't even cover that. So you you are right. I am so happy right now that Tucker and other news outlets actually started covering this. If they start covering the real-time crime and start covering these things, um, we're gonna get, we're gonna get there a lot faster to this beautiful place we're going. 
than we, than ever than ever than we could ever think that we'd get there that fast. All right, Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell, truly the man in the arena. I'm going to come back and give you the floor to get into everything because you are again absolutely on target. I think what Mike Lindell said earlier in the last segment on the Alex Jones Show is so central. If we hadn't had all the poll watchers, if we hadn't had the massive resistance exposing the fraud, it would have been far worse, and we wouldn't even have a shot at the House or the Senate. But we're on the march. The vote stealers and their crime spikes are on the run. And, and so, Mike, you are the encyclopedia on this. I'm going to try for the rest of the hour to give you the floor to just go through what happened, what's happening currently, what you see coming next, and how we're going to peacefully expose this. Well, we have breaking news. Just on break here, I got a, I got a text from our lawyers. Um, I don't know if everybody knew out there, but there was a company CEO called Koenig out of uh, Michigan that got charged with probably the biggest Larda data breach in United States history, which was during, in our elections. And this is out of China, everybody, which I've been saying all along. That the CCP combined with the Uniparty, the globalists, and the deep state, this is the attack. This is who's attacking our country. The Democrat Party just loves to join on in. Now, let me tell you, they just dropped the charges against Konek. This, they're against this CEO. It's disgusting. Now, you think that China isn't involved in our government? It's absolutely disgusting what, what they just happened. And, and it says that their office, they took out a press release saying they didn't rely on true to votes data, but they did their own investigation. Lie. Remember, they put the true to vote Catherine and Greg in jail. They put them in jail for almost a, what, a week? This is what's, and that's important is what to add. Country. You're getting SWAT team. People are being thrown in jail as you're exposing this and being vindicated. That's what people need to be praying for you and everybody that's supporting what you're doing, including InfoWars, because folks, you want us to fight. We're doing it. Continue. Yeah, you guys are, you guys are awesome, everybody, with your support. So this is what we're up against, but I will tell you, I'll tell you some other lawsuits. There's over 45 lawsuits going on in this country right now that we're fighting for in every state and we're adding to it today. Uh, we have one in Arizona. I'll give you Arizona here. Um, uh, we appealed, we just appealed to deny the, remember they denied Cochise County in Arizona. They told him they couldn't hand count the election. What? Why? Why would you come in there and say and get a, a ruling from a corrupt judge or something? I don't know. Um, he ruled that you can't do a hand count. Well, we appealed that to the Arizona Supreme Court. We'll see what comes of that. Uh, over in Wisconsin, let's move over to Wisconsin. There, you won't believe. You won't even believe this one. This is the this is the complaint that's filed against the WEC. This is the the crooked Wisconsin Election Commission. Okay. The Crooked Wisconsin Election Commission, and there, there's there's been two-way communication between tabulators that goes out to an unofficial address. It's called Wisnet.net. It goes to this foundation called Wisnet W I S N or W I S C Net.net, and all of our stuff, all the Wisconsin elections and our stuff across the country is going to these guys. Then it goes out from there all over the place. So we've, uh, we put a complaint in there, a lawsuit in there, get to the bottom of it. And I just want everybody to know there's hope everywhere. We're, you know, and now that we're going to get the house, I believe we'll get the house and the Senate. I believe right now, uh, you got the stuff going on, which I can tell you about in a minute, an update on that. But to slow the destruction of our country, 
But in the meantime, the big smoking gun is getting rid of these electronic computers and voting machines. We have to get down to elections, not selections. And, and, um, we've got, there's just so much hope out there. But I know if you're, if you're in with, uh, Michigan or you woke up, you're Michigan, Colorado, Pennsylvania. Um, so many of them have lost hope now, Alex, because they just, they were just decimated by the stolen election, by this, by these elections that were stolen. But let me tell you. I'll give an example. Our cyber guys were watching. Do you know in Pennsylvania and and with uh, Georgia, the same attacks, the same some of the same IP addresses that did this in 2020 and in a couple of the primaries came from the same place. So we're getting deeper and deeper into that. Uh, and uh, there's just so much hope in this country right now. I'm 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 happy. I want to say this to everybody too. Um, everyone goes, well, Mike, we didn't get the red wave we wanted. You guys, that's a miracle we didn't get that. You should, we are so blessed that we didn't get that, and here's why. If we'd have got this big red wave, if I'd have been their markers, I'd have said, don't do anything stupid with the machines. Let's let this go, and uh, we can get, we can, we can take the country later. They're on to us. If it had been a big red wave, do you know what they would have said to people like me? They would have said, Mike, it's okay to have all these mail-in ballots from the China virus and all this garbage for two months of early voting like my home state of Minnesota. Mike, it's all okay. The machines, look at the Republicans won. This isn't about that, everybody. The, the, this, uh, the unit party was there. The CCP, this is what was taking our country. Fifty Over 50 countries have been taken by the machines. There, there's my own governor's race. Look at this. This is... um. Uh, he lives in my hometown, Scott Jensen. He, uh, he right out of the gate, they just dumped it on Waltz. They gave him a quarter million votes, extra votes. Here you go, Waltz. And look at that all the way up. I mean, it's disgusting. They stole it, you know, and this went on across our country. This is machine manipulation, everybody, in computers. We cannot have computers. We're the apex in history. We get one chance, one chance to, to, um, for our freedoms to be back and and uh, and and to be uh, to save our country, I want to tell. And look at this. Look at here in Michigan. This is this is when I went to bed on election night, two in the morning. This happened at one or about twelve fifty eight. Might have been a little after one o'clock in the morning. The traditional Michigan dump. Look what they gave to, to um, um, Nestle. They gave Nestle. Uh, I think it was two hundred thousand or more than that votes, and uh, and just took Matt DePerno's dream. And everyone's dream, boom, gone. That's the Attorney General of Michigan, everybody. They stole it in real yeah, yeah. time. Uh, oh, uh, Mike, the graph says it gave them 300,000 plus votes. 300,000 wow. plus votes instant, yeah. instantly. Instantly. You guys, this came down. And let me tell you, if you, in the, let's just, I'm going to tell you how similar it was to the 2020 election in Michigan. When they stopped everything, and by the way, isn't it weird that they stopped everything in 2020, all the all the states at the same time? You think there's not some communication there? Shut her down. We got a problem. Donald Trump's going to win all these states anyway because he's overrunning the algorithms. Well, let me tell you, in Michigan, when 106,000 votes came down for Biden the night at 2 in the morning in Michigan and, and 3,000 for Donald Trump, and, and everyone said to us, they the big lie was, well, um, you know, those darn inner city, those darn votes from, uh, um, you know, the Democrats all voted, you know, for the, in, uh, you know, those mail-in votes, those darn mail-in votes. Well, let me tell you, 
if if Fox News or any other news outlet that we that we had at that time had grown to trust, if they'd have got on there and said, "Hey, everybody." The mail-in votes in Michigan were counted on the morning of the 3rd, not in the middle of the night on the 4th. Everyone has said, well, then where'd they come from? I'll tell you where they came from. A big white van that pulled in and three fobs and a download of 106,000 votes for Biden. So this went on again. You got, you got, you need, everyone needs to understand the same input going to give you the same output. We were getting boiled like frogs for two decades. The Democrats even warned against these machines, but now that they're on the right or the the side of a fixed game, they don't they don't care. There there it is in Michigan. It brings back memories. Now all the memories. There there they come. Here, let's drop one hundred six thousand votes for Biden in the middle of the night, and um, every, and which brings up another point. Remember, Mike Lindell, stay there. Where you'll have the floor. You're on fire. When we come back on the other side of this break, we'll continue to run the entire field here. Yep, absolutely. And I'm going to tell everybody the, uh, um, I'm going to give everybody a little hope here too. I was down in Florida and, uh, when I was there for the hurricanes, we were giving out pillows and blankets, my pillows and, and, uh, we went into this Hispanic community. They had lost everything. They're piled up, all their physical stuff piled up like cordwood and it's gone. And we, we, we had a lot of them, we had to have an interpreter. And you know what the, they were saying? Almost, almost unanimously, all of them were saying, Mike, is, is there the stuff going on in this country? Can we, can, is there hope? Is there hope? They were worried about our future, Alex, their freedoms that they have here. They had just lost everything physical, but you're not, they know they're not going to get those physical things back. If we lose all our freedoms, it's over. And that's what we've been fighting for. And that's what we, we are winning everybody. And I want to tell everybody just to give a couple of updates here. Uh, you've got going down in Arizona right now. Everyone says, are we going to get the Senate? Uh, I believe we are. We've got, uh, uh, Carrie Lake, Blake, and Mark Fincham. They're all, they're, they're counting the same day votes now. Carrie Lake's only down by 13,000. She was down by a quarter million when they were doing the cheating ones that all the mail in and other early voting. And they're overtaking the algorithms. Everybody, we, they have overtaking the algorithms. All three of them, I believe, and when Carrie for sure, 100%. By the way, that's key. For folks who don't know what overpowering the algorithm means is, a, a giant red wave, they can't stop it completely. Explain what uh, overpowering or overtaking the algorithm means. Right. So the compute, when you have the computers, you have a, you, when you're using computers and you set them, you set them to steal. So let's say, uh, just like, uh, just like our great president, real president Donald Trump in 2020. Hey, they had these set. You have to have a, a base to begin with. You have to, you know, kind of, uh, do a prediction of what you think it will be of how many votes will come in on the day of. And, and now you're taking, you can't make it look so obvious. You know, you can't make it look obvious. Otherwise everyone go, Hey, there's a problem here. And, uh, but when they do that, and so they can only steal so much from, uh, like from a carry lake, like down there in, in, uh, uh, Arizona. And I'll give you a perfect example where the primaries were carry lake. We told everybody to vote day of. Carrie Lake, remember, she was down by 10%, 11 o'clock at night. Then they started counting the day of votes in the primary. Remember, this was months ago. And she caught up and she was only down by 12, or up, then she was up by 12,000 votes. So what did Maricopa County do? They put the, they stopped the machine, stopped the counting, put the covers over the windows, put the fence up again. And we waited three days until they find there's nothing they could do because there was a 90,000 votes left. And the same day was coming in 75 carry 25 the opponent. 
So they had to give it to Kerry. It's identical to what's going on right now. There's about 400,000 votes left, and Kerry Lake's only down by 13. All the votes coming in for Blake, Mark, and Kerry are are coming in at an 80%, 80-20 clip. So they're all going to, I believe they're all going to win. Kerry's going to win for sure. And this is going on in other races too. In Nevada, Jim Marchant, uh, the other, the other, um, um, uh, senator that's there that's running for Senate. I can't think of the name right now. I got a mind block, but he, um, he's going to probably win. That gives us the Senate control of the Senate. Um, and if it does, if just one of them, when if just Blake comes in, then we got to go to Herschel Walker for that runoff that, which Herschel won going away, but they, they stole it, made it a runoff. And, uh, and then also Lauren, uh, Bobert in, in Colorado, she's only down by 30 votes now. And so what I mean, everybody, these are the real, the real votes coming in the day of votes. So they overtook, they beat the, the machine steel, so to speak, whatever they set. Okay. It's pretty hard for them to do dumps, you know, and, um, yeah, we got to pray that Lauren, cause she would be the bright spot of Colorado. They took everything in Colorado, everybody. They, they stole it all. Yeah, that just means people. she had such a landslide. She beat the algorithm if she wins. In fact, I've been watching it today. Right. She, she's been in the lead yep. off and on. So this is, this is like a buy a nose horse race right now. Right, right. Are they, are they, it's kind of like a, I mean, if they, and by the way, I'm going to tell everybody this too. Realize the candidates, uh, the ones that they do, uh, that they have taken, there's a lot of, most of them out there aren't going to concede. We're going to go, they have more rights, you think, than to do audits that, and they won't be able to kick them out for standing. So I believe what's going to happen, uh, Alex, we're going to get the House of Senate, I believe, control, and that'll slow the destruction. And we're going to get this country back by the judges, everybody. We've got so many sheriffs out there, they're going to be bringing this, all the evidence of what happened in this, in this election. To the, uh, to the judges and cases and court cases. Remember, no judge in the United States has looked at any evidence from 2020 or for that matter, any of these elections, even in the primaries, because they kicked the can on something called standing. It's just an easy way for a judge to say, I don't want to see that. Well, we've got to pray for our judges. If you know a judge out there and you, and your family or your friend is a judge, just encourage them to say, just have courage to be the judge that God put you here to be. Be a judge. And Here's an example. It's stuff. like the district attorney, Frank Garrison, exposed the whole Kennedy thing because one district attorney did the right thing. That's why Soros has been trying to buy him off. When we come back, what's coming next, other big developments, your deep research uh, from two years ago. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay. So the, so with that, with that being said, with the exposure, once that's lifted, now you're going to, you know, this should get rid of all the lawfare. It'll get rid of the lawfare. It'll get rid of this. Remember, lawfare has not been used in our country since 1798. It's horrible what they did. And who started that? Smartmatic did. When Smartmatic sued Fox News on February 4th of 2021, our voices got silent because no, they, Fox wouldn't talk. Nobody will have anybody on to talk about the election crime, including 2,000 meals. And that wasn't even machines. So you had, you got your Newsmaxes of the world, your Foxes of the world. Well, no, they can't talk about election crime or machines or anything like that. It's disgusting. And then, so they, they, uh, either afraid of being sued. Well, once you sue Fox News, everybody was afraid, right? And, uh, which, uh, that's a whole nother story about Fox News, but, but anyway, so this lawfare, 
Now, when with, and in all these lawsuits, remember, these machine companies, and one of them rhymes with the word dominion, they've sued over 200 people or sent them threatening letters. A lot of these citizens had to go get home security systems. These were like mafia letters sent to them. Well, these citizens, like in, nobody hears about in Michigan, like these citizens did a class action lawsuit against Dominion with Alan Dershowitz and one of the lawyers and going, hey, this is wrong. You can't do this. We did nothing wrong. Nobody's did anything wrong. We're speaking out against something that everybody's seen and knows. And, um, and so what's so happening, Mike Lindell? Because even last week before the election, Politico and a bunch of others wrote articles admitting machines are hackable and are being hacked and saying everything you said, everything I've been reporting for 28 years. I mean, so, 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 so. Oh, well, yeah, we're totally, totally vindicated. You guys, I did a, I was down at a, <laughs> I was down at a Senate here or hearing down in Louisiana a couple months ago and all the machine companies were there. Well, here's ES&S. They're one of the biggest ones in the country, if not the biggest, out of Omaha, Nebraska. One of their owners was there, and he comes up and he goes, the 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 great uh, mater- um, uh, Secretary of State, Kyle Ardwin, asked him straight out, he said, are your machines hackable and vulnerable? And he, and he, at least he didn't lie. He said, yes, they are, but all machines are. All voting machines are, end quote. And then... Uh, with these guys, with these guys, they tried to paint themselves that they're not Dominion and Smartmatic. We're the hometown boys from from uh, Omaha, Nebraska, but our but our parts are made in China. Our software, it's all the same software. They're, it's all corruption. And uh, and then Alex, you'll like this. So they let me talk for 24 minutes. And the one gal on the on the up, up there at the committee, she says, Mr. Lindell, in our in our um. In our state here, we'd rather not use paper to save the trees and stuff. I said, I said, well, ma'am, we're going to recycle too. We're going to take these machines, melt them down, and turn them into prison bars. End quote. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. I, I want to bring Owen Troyer in here and hit a bunch of other key points you've got. We're very blessed to have you for the full hour. Owen Troyer has been our election expert here, been following uh, your work, and he's had a few questions and comments. Owen Troyer on the air with Mike Lindell. Yeah, Mike, you're, you're doing such great work monitoring all of these races and all the trends going on across the country. It's really an amazing team you've assembled. But I'm curious, what are you noticing in these inner cities like Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, and San Francisco, where Democrats are getting 70, 80, sometimes 90 percent of the vote? What do you think the story there is? I mean, are Democrats really that popular in the cities they destroyed? Or is your team noticing maybe some shenanigans that are getting these huge numbers for Democrats that end up in Senate races overwhelming the state's desires? Right. Well, you're, all you have to do is just look at, look at Florida. Like I said earlier in the show, Florida, they put in stuff there to at least, at least slow the steel to a, a crawl. And you just had a governor there. I mean, and, uh, get uh, uh, Wendade County, which hadn't been won in decades, I guess. Um, so if you look at that's what it really would be like without machine manipulation or somewhat, because remember, they still have machines, but they put things in place where they couldn't pull names. So when you talk what you're saying there, no, they're just blatantly because, oh, it's inner city. They comp- The propaganda to the people is, oh, they're all going to vote Democrat. No, I was out in, I was out in California for a week about two months ago, and you can all look it up, Mike Lindell, California, and I, I was in a town, they were all very Democrat and liberal and, 
and the average age was probably 30, but they all came up to me. All of them were friendly and they were concerned. Their gas was $7.30. They weren't going to vote Democrat anymore. By the way, Mike, that's what I've seen where I live with liberals that are awake now. That's what the CNN exit polls predicted a mass Republican victory because 70-plus percent of Democrats said, we blame Biden, we're going to vote Republican. But the exit polls now are completely wrong, though historically they've all always been extremely accurate. So I think it's clear. Big city, deep blue, Democrat cities, Chicago's famous for it on record, you know, stealing it, you know, back then in the 60s. They are engaged in massive fraud there, and I think they're just overdoing it in those areas to get up the overall averages for the rest of the state uh, in these statewide and congressional and presidential elections. What do you think? Well, absolutely. It's been ever the public. Remember, when they use these computers and stuff, they, they don't want to make a deviation seem too, uh, too out of hand. Well, if you got the public convinced that everybody loves uh, the inner city, they're all going to vote Democrat. That's a big lie. That is a big lie. Remember, in the 2020 election, the most votes sold against Donald Trump was California. Minimum 1.5 million. Second most in the country was Texas at 1 million. And third was Florida at 950,000. So... They, what they did, and the reason you say, well, why would they take from a from a Republican state like Alabama or Ohio? Well, here's why. If I, I'll give everybody an example. Let's say I told you that in my home state of Minnesota that Donald Trump won two million to Biden's hundred thousand. Everyone would say, um, that's a computer error. There's something wrong. So wait, where you, you have to make it look. You have to boil the whole ocean, so to speak. So you can look at those inner cities and say, we can take more there because people will believe it's all Democrat. Or you can go to Republican area and say, it's so overwhelming, 80% is going to be Republican, uh, that you go, hey, we can take 10% off the top there. It's like skimming. If you had a massive uh, casino or something, you're skimming off the top. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Uh, Owen, another question? Well, Mike, we were all concerned in Nevada that it was going to be Clark County, that's Las Vegas, where the Democrats were going to be up to shenanigans and tricks, and maybe that's how they were going to try to pull off an election victory in the Senate. But we've been watching Clark County, and uh, it really hasn't seemed too anomalous as far as the numbers coming in. But then overnight, it was Reno. It was Washaw County that magically 60% of all the recent ballot dumps are coming in for the Democrat, Mostow where it used to be 60% for Laxalt. Are you guys watching uh, Washaw County, Nevada right now? Are you guys seeing these anomalies? Do you think that's where they're going to try to steal this Senate seat? Well, I haven't, I have not uh, talked to, uh, talked to him about Nevada, but that, but I, I will say this. I think you need to look more of what, what votes are they counting? I believe they're counting, they counted all the early votes. Remember, I said that's where most of the steel goes in these early voting, the, and, uh, before the, the, for the same day uh, voting. So if they're counting in Nevada, I don't care if it's Clark County, Reno, wherever it is, if those people voted day of, I believe that they, you know, you're going to have a big win in in the Senate there. And, All uh, right. Owen Troyer, great questions. Thank you so much. You'll be host of the War Room, 3 p.m. Central today, coming up in a few hours. Mike, we're almost out of time. Thank you for so much time. In 60 seconds, uh, closing comments or any other key things you'd like to add. Yeah, I would just like to tell everyone, we are in it. It's, it's absolutely awesome that the way things that this laid out here, from these little mini-miracles, 
We had, remember, we had all this machine problems, call it um, malfunctioning across our whole country, which made national and international news. That's huge for what we have to do in the future to get rid of them. And then we had, we're going to get the, we got the House, we're going to get the Senate. I believe we're going to get that. And uh, and then you're going to see Carrie Lake and all them, Carrie Lake and Mark Finchup win in Arizona. That's the gateway. That'll be the prototype. The first thing they're going to do is say, we got these machines got to go, and then it'll spread across our country. We're going to look back, and we're going to say, when we get to this great place we're going, God had his hand in all of this. And if you look back, everything had to happen just the way it did, and with everybody having patience, because even the bad stuff, is making uh, is making people pour into the nonsense. Exactly. Right as long as we don't give up, they lose. And over time, we're out of the boiling frog pot. We're awake now. Now we know we're under attack. We're getting stronger every day. The longer we continue to fight. All right, Owen Stroyer is always kicking ass. Host the War Room, three to six p.m. Central. He's got a lot of other breaking news and points to make. He's hosting this five minutes, and I'm coming back and I'm opening the phones up for the balance of the hour. Owen Stroyer. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's where we're at as far as the Senate is concerned. Republicans have to win either Nevada or Arizona. Otherwise, the runoff in Georgia is really going to be for Senate. And a 50-50 split really gives Democrats control. You do have Joe Manchin, who's kind of a, a stopgap. I, I think he'll be overwhelmed. And so Republicans need either Arizona or Nevada. Now, if they get both, that's huge. Now you not just a clear majority. You even got a chance for 52 with that Georgia runoff that's certainly going to be a bloodbath. But I'll be covering more of that coming up later. But when we focus on Arizona, the shenanigans are going to be in question. What would hap- What happened in Maricopa County? The machines are going to be in question. Masters and Lake are both still extremely confident. I do think Lake will overcome and eventually be declared the winner. But remember... Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, who's running against her, is the one in charge of counting the ballots. What did uh, I believe it was Stalin say? It's not it's not how the ballots are counted. It's who's counting them. Hmm. So uh, very suspicious there for Arizona. The good news is no matter what happens, I think the Republicans there are fighters. I don't think they're going to let a, a, a loss go easily. I think there'll be audits. I think there'll be lawsuits. And I think that the Arizona uh, conservative populist Republican movement has the spine, has the backbone, has the will to try to save that state from the corruption. Now, we jump up to Nevada. This is the big developing story now. Reno, Washaw County, where the new ballot dumps coming in are going 60% Democrat. All the last, uh, you know, I guess we're on day three, election, election day three. What am I going to, what am I going to be up here? Day 40 with a long beard and gray hair. Election day three. So now on election day three, all of a sudden the trend in Washaw County here is Democrat and Masto, who's been losing the entire race, has now overcome and has more votes than Laxalt in Washaw County. We thought it was going to be Clark County down here in Las Vegas where we were going to have to watch out for some shenanigans. Looks like it might be Reno. Looks like it might be Washoe County. So we'll be uh, watching that closely as the votes slowly, slowly start to trickle in. I do still believe that Laxalt will win this state, but I think they're going to make it interesting. Depending on how desperate and committed they are, they're either going to keep counting ballots in Washoe County till the Democrat is ahead, or eventually they're just going to say, okay, this is enough. It's time to call it for Laxalt. So that's... 
that should be determined by the weekend. I think we'll have an idea or a conclusion on Nevada by the end of the weekend. Now, a couple other races that we're watching right now, obviously Lauren Boebert. I do think that she's going to save that seat of hers in the house. Uh, in fact, latest numbers. Okay. I don't think we have any new numbers. Boebert literally up by about 400 votes. <laughs> wow. Uh, now people are saying that's hard to believe. I can understand why people might, some people might not like Lauren Boebert, but this is a very conservative area. And for the Democrat there to be making it close with an incumbent who's pretty popular, Lauren Boebert, is interesting. But nonetheless, if she takes it, uh, I don't think there will be any questions asked. They'll take that seat. And then, you know, I just want to quickly, let's go over to the Speaker of the House, shall we? Let's look at Nancy Pelosi. She's about to lose the gavel, thank God. But, you know, Nancy Pelosi must be pretty popular, guys, because she is dominating her district. So I guess the people... It's easier if you go over here, guys, and just scroll down. It'll be easier to find it because your district is so small. So the people of San Francisco love Nancy Pelosi so much. I believe she got, yes, there it is, 81% of the vote. They just love Nancy Pelosi for 70 years. For 70 years, Nancy Pelosi in the district, 11th District of California, San Francisco. And you look at what's happened in those 70 years that Pelosi has been in office, obviously great things have happened to San Francisco. The defecation on the street, the homelessness, the poverty, the crime. Way to go, San Francisco. Good job. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.